everyone. Welcome to the Self-Awareness Journey Podcast. I'm Melissa Albers. And I'm JJ Parker. This podcast is for seekers, seekers of happiness and joy, seekers of a centered approach to success in life, seekers of their true, authentic selves. Get ready for some real talk on everything from anxiety, emotions, and habits to love, compassion, and forgiveness. We know you'll be challenged and enlightened by this conversation. We're so glad you're here. Let's dive in. Melissa, you and I uh, joke about work amnesia. All the time. Right? This idea that we forget things that we did at work. I had the craziest (laughs) amount of work amnesia this week. You did? That's saying something because we almost always have crazy amounts. So this ought to be good. Well, a lot of times we will have like little bits of work amnesia, I say. Okay, let me tell you what I forgot. Yeah. And, and you'll understand impact. And then I want to talk to you about like what happened and why, why this happened. Oh, got it. So, <laughs> I think it'll be interesting. Okay. <laughs> so for one of our businesses, we have been really working on retention and recruiting, yep. right? Recruiting yep. more people than the higher environments really difficult. Yes. Yes. Lately. Right. Um, and from a business perspective, right, like I'm like the single owner, there's no other shareholders, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. What the leadership team and I started talking about was, is that business at a point where a stock option program would make sense for the employees uh-huh. for retention and recruitment, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Kind of all share in the upside, like, you know, yep. obviously yep. Like I'm, I want to do that for everybody. Yeah. Um, you know, as the company grows, right? So we're thinking about a stock option program. And I was like, okay, like my task from that meeting was to go investigate <laughs> what that looks like. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so our lawyer, his name's Harold. Harold, yes. Uh I was like, okay, I gotta get a meeting with Harold. So for some reason, I was like, okay, I'm just going to, did I ever talk to Harold about this? I wonder if I ever talked to Harold about a stock <laughs> option program. Harold's been our lawyer for like 10 years. Like yeah. I probably at some point did. So I typed into my email, Harold stock option and hit return. And it came back with the search results. And there sitting in my email was a stock option program that he had already completely drafted as per your request, as per my request, <laughs> and that I had actually already signed <gasps> oh, and ratified what? into the co- company corporate documents. Get out. Yeah. You forgot the signature part. Yeah. <laughs> right. This is not a minor thing. This is like, no, this is me like peeling off a huge percentage of the company and not owning it anymore. Oh my gosh, JJ. When was it? When was it? 2017. <laughs> so that was a little, I mean, that Scary. was a little disturbing. Right. Not, I mean, yeah. Like how could I have forgotten that I did that? Right. Yeah. And yeah. so 
So I, I don't like that. I forgot that. I really, it really kind of irks me. Like I don't like when I lose my pencil. Like I've had this one pencil for like a decade. <laughs> I know you have. <laughs> like I just don't like losing little <laughs> He's holding, things. By the way, I should just describe it. It's a mechanical pencil. It's a little more small around the barrel than most. <laughs> and it's got silver on either end. And he really likes that pencil. <laughs> uh, uh, and... So I, I don't like losing little things or forgetting about little things. I really don't like the forgetting about really big things. Yeah. I don't know. So go well, ahead. Go ahead. I got I got thinking about that specifically, like uh-huh. 2017. Yeah. And I was like, what was going on in my life in 2017 that I would have kind of like forgot that I did this? Oh. And well, so Uh-oh. a year prior, am I in trouble? <laughs> yeah, totally. Well, a year prior, I had bought out my business partner. That yeah. was an emotion, super yes, emotional was, thing. It was. Um, then right before this agreement, you and I shut down Corology. Oh, we had. Oh. To, I, then I had hired one of the key employees from Corology over to this other business. I had yeah. a huge staff kerfuffle. Yeah. <laughs> like we rearranged a whole bunch of people on the bus. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was such a I tumultuous time. it was just a time. really emotional time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that might be why I couldn't. I did. I just simply forgot that I had done this. I have a question. Uh-huh. I don't know if this podcast is the time to ask these kinds Let's of really go. deep Let's emotional go. questions. <laughs> I think it is. <laughs> so, you know, both both of us have work amnesia. And what we mean when we say work amnesia is we can both put our heads down and just produce stuff. Go, 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 go. Mm-hmm. Like And produce way more than the average person would naturally consider as normal. Um, and we are both a bit... Well, I I don't want to say perfectionist because you're going to say, no, we're not. But we sort of are. Like the quality of our work is important to us. Let's say it that way instead of perfectionism. Um, And I am wondering right now if we have used that um, go mode to uh, hide or avoid... (laughs) some really strong things that are happening in our lives that are difficult. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Is that what you were kind of getting at? Is that why you were thinking that would be a good thing to talk about today? (laughs) Yeah. It it really got me thinking about, like, yeah, it really got me thinking about the idea, like, like, using work. I mean, certainly maybe, like, using work as an avoidance technique. Yeah. Or even the idea, like, when you're in a high emotion yeah state yeah you act like it really does like affect your memory and what you can actually recall so the the mm. idea that like mm. like can you even kind of like trust your memory very well when you're in these emotional states hmm. right that's well, probably like the deeper that's the deeper thing i was thinking about like like when i'm really emotional when i'm not like my centered yeah. self when I'm not my authentic self when yeah. I'm when I'm really yeah. out there you know on the, on the edge um 
like like I'm, I'm doing things right hopefully those are the right things yeah. i certainly probably think they are at the time yeah but then the idea that like my recollection of what happened during those times is is frankly not very good that's super interesting you to the point where I forgot like a really major thing that happened in the business. Yeah. Melissa and I are huge self-awareness nerds. We've been working on this stuff for a really long time and we love talking about it and sharing it with all of you. We've actually brought all of the stuff we've made into an online course and we think it's really great. The course starts by learning about yourself and how your mind-body connection works. It dives into your thoughts and feelings and then helps you learn how to become your true authentic self. Start your journey today. Head to theselfawarenessjourney.com to learn more and sign up. Well, I think, you know, maybe you're being a little hard on yourself. I mean, yes, you don't remember that document, but I actually remember when you were doing that and I remember that it was really important to you. It's always been important to you, that philosophy of sharing the wealth, sharing mm -hmm. everything. That's just who you are. So I, um, so I don't know whether I would beat myself up so strongly that you don't remember actually signing the document because you've talked about doing this many, many times. This isn't, this isn't a new thing. I mean, here it's coming up again. <laughs> I'm trying to, I'm trying to give you a little grace here, so you're not so. I feel more like I have like Alzheimer's. I like keep on doing the same thing over and over, thinking it's new. <laughs> no, but I think you know what though. There's something really interesting in here about when we kick up the um, activity, when we kick up the go mode, in an effort to avoid or waylay other stronger, deeper feelings or senses mm -hmm. that we have. That's a very interesting thing to think about. You know? Yeah. Sorry. I was just pausing. Like this, this is a little bit like, this is an interesting podcast, Melissa, because like, like here, this is a thing that I was like really kind of struggling with all week. Yeah. And we talk about personal things. Obviously, we, we use ourselves as examples all the time. Yeah, we do. On this. Mm -hmm. um, and I'd say like a lot of the stories that I'll talk about do have a bit of like, like comic irony to them. Or like, <laughs> or like, Welcome whatever. to life. <laughs> but, yeah. but like this one to me is is like really hard because it is bringing me back to mm. a time in my life, which mm. was probably the hardest time in my life, frankly. I mean, yeah, getting yeah. a getting a, a divorce from my business partner yeah. Yeah. was really hard. And it's yeah. just, it brings me back to all of that emotion. Yeah, yeah, So I get that. You know, um, well, and first of all, I really appreciate your vulnerability in this conversation because um, we know that this isn't easy stuff. This is really, really hard stuff to talk about. Um, and the other thing, I think that there's a certain level of honesty that you're that you're looking at it with. Except I would also add, that was a few years back, and you are not the same person that you are now. Mm -hmm. And I think much of the reason you are who you are now is because of that, right? And I think yeah. sometimes when things have a lot of energy for us, especially if it's negative energy or painful, 
it is way easier to just stuff it out somewhere, stuff it under the bed, put it somewhere else. I have a girlfriend who says when she gets emotionally overwhelmed about a situation, she literally pictures putting it in a shoebox, wrapping a bunch of rope around the shoebox, and she pictures putting it up on the highest shelf of her mm. closet. If that's not the perfect visual for how we try to pack things away, right? You know? And I think yeah. that the, I think we all try to pack things away with different techniques. And I think both you and I have what we've used to pack things away is go mode mm -hmm. and go so hard and so long and create so much. I mean, it's like prolific creation that it gives us yeah. a false sense that we have processed through and we don't have any yeah. of that residual. Oh. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh my gosh. This is just the worst. Okay. <laughs> Now I remember, like I, I couldn't remember until just now. Oh. Now I remember what happened right after that agreement that I forgot about. Yeah, what? Is I busted the company apart. Oh. I busted it into two business units. Yes. Remember I busted yeah, yeah. it into two separate businesses. Yep, yes. That's the go mode thing that I did. Yeah. Because that took a tremendous amount of effort. Yes, it like did. Like a tremendous amount of management, right. change management, yep. detail. Yeah. That's the thing I went and dove into, and that's why I forgot this agreement. Yeah, because I did it, and then I jumped into that huge project. You know, and it's so funny is that this agreement right now is enormously important and impactful. And back then, think about it like this: back then, that agreement is still very important, but it paled in comparison. Oh yeah, to the totally. work that you were doing. Yeah, yeah, huh? That's super interesting. That's isn't it funny how even just talking in this conversation, yeah, like, like, it's helping me get through, yeah, and process like, <laughs> yeah, this whole situation. Well, I think too, you know, as we always talk about how to process our feelings, because we're always working on this with the self awareness journey. It's like, you know, we always say the traditional model of therapy is where you go back to a situation over and over and over again, and you just recreate the energy of that situation until you find some mm. way of trying to, you know, dissipate the the angst around mm -hmm. it or dissipate the heat around it or whatever it is. But, you know, both of us don't really um, have, we don't subscribe fully to that notion. Most of what we talk about is how are you feeling right now? What's the easiest way for you to move through that and to just to, to just go forward mm -hmm. in your authenticity, right? So, so there's an immediacy about that and a real time about that. And that does not lend itself to processing painful things from our past as easily unless we're really being aware about it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So it's a little bit of a slippery slope that way. Yeah. I mean, I, th I think if the intention is pure, like we have work amnesia and we're making jokes about it and stuff like that. But this particular instance was something that was extremely hard and painful. And, um, and so what you did is you survived mm -hmm. and you created more, created differently and and that's 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 the really important part to also balance some of this yeah. other stuff out with. Yeah. And maybe maybe that now that you're kind of like unfolding things like that, it could be that uh, when we talk about work amnesia, yeah, in sort of our cheeky way, yeah, um, it is about uh, 
more being like hyper focused and right. sort of forgetting what we're doing when we're in that hyper focused right. mode. Right. I think maybe what I went through in seventeen in mm-hmm. two thousand seventeen was much more like a traumatic event. Yes. That I was like that was altering my memory. Oh right? my gosh. Which I, is which yeah. is like a step above just yes. our cheeky work amnesia thing that we talk about. Right, right. Well, not too far back, we just released a pod on PTSD. Mm-hmm. And it's not too far away from that, actually. You know, our body, our emotional body or mental body suffers some sort of trauma. And we seem to use the word trauma for things that are Hollywood style. Mm-hmm. But yeah. trauma in an emotional sense can be something very like what you've just described. Um, when we close Corology down, even though we did it beautifully, it was so traumatic. Yeah. It was so traumatic. And both of us were wounded. There was a lot of that that we were really wounded. So the fact that you were having that experience plus still all of the uncoupling. Mm-hmm. And I would say too, remember when you were splitting your business into two, you had a fair number of naysayers that didn't think that that was the best thing for you to do. Yeah. And some of them had, and some really long-term employees had to get off the bus. Yeah. Which so, was hard. Yep. Yeah. So there was a whole bunch of stuff that went along in that. And um, that was a really, really major time. I mean, it would, if you want to use the word uh, emotional crisis, that's probably where you would want to <laughs> use that phrase. <laughs> Not to be overly well, dramatic. This is, yeah. This, I was going to say, this is getting way more dramatic than I intended. <laughs> I just wanted to talk about how I forgot about one little thing. <laughs> one little thing. <laughs> one little thing. So what's well, the like takeaway phrased- from this? Well, at first, I was, it's like I like how you phrased like, like trauma. Yeah. Like, there's there's this hot, like you said Hollywood version of trauma. Yeah. But everyone has their own trauma, yes. like their own definition of it and their own level of it, and and it it should be like traumatic events. Yes. You know, for one person will look very different for the to the next. Oh right? my gosh! Yes. So just this idea that there's no like, you know, you don't have to have like had someone you know like uh pass away you know, like right like there doesn't have to be or a cancer or some huge event is yeah doesn't it doesn't necessarily mean that you know the, all sorts of other things could be trauma yes yeah. um just even if they're not just like the big couple of things people think about you know it's interesting too like just using this word and in my coaching experience i've seen so many people that will have some sort of something that happened or a relationship that they've experienced that wasn't uh, terribly dysfunctional. It wasn't anything that wouldn't be what most people have experienced in their lives, yet the experience to that person was traumatic. Mm -hmm. It could be, um, I have one client that was the youngest of three children and constantly felt they were the ones who were left holding the bag. They were the ones who were supposed to smooth everything over. And while that might be like, well, yeah, that's, you know, bummer for you. That's where you were in the birth order. I mean, we have all sorts of ways of justifying people's trauma, but Mm -hmm. how it manifests with this person is that every relationship they enter into as a new leader, there is this real deep concern and worry that they're not going to catch the bag every time Mm. and that they're going to be looked at as a bad leader. Mm-hmm. And it really is deeply seated into that. And that is simply because of a trauma that was experienced to this person and it was traumatic to them. 
and it was replicated multiple times just this little these little proofs like this is mm. what's expected and that proof happened over and over again and it became very traumatic so mm. it is really interesting when you think about what people have in their own systems and what inform you know what are those things how are they informing us all the time in our heart and soul as we're trying to go about our business you know what are, what do we hold yeah. as important today based yeah. on some kind of trauma that we've had in our in ourselves Mm -hmm. Yeah, just making sure we give people grace around those periods of their life, right? Oh, yeah. Like, you know, for, for me, it's like, I probably don't even remember how I was acting in mm -hmm. 2017 very clearly, or my view of it. Yeah. Certainly, I wouldn't, it's probably, I probably have a little bit of delusion around <laughs> how I thought I was acting and how I was really acting. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so just understanding as people are going through these different moments in their life that that are traumatic for them, mm -hmm. that we should make sure we're we're giving them grace. Yeah. And <laughs> Both I, I like in the moment and well after, you know, I I think that we can extend that suggestion to offering grace to all people. You always hear about this, like be compassionate, you know, have empathy for others. But this is kind of why this exact idea here that we're talking about is the trauma that people experience, how it manifests, what they forget, what they don't forget, you mm -hmm. know, how they cover it, what they do to make themselves feel better. These are all human practices that we all do our own thing all the time, but we really don't know what's happening to the person right next to us. Yeah. We just don't know. We can't know all the experiences that they've had. I had a guy I was coaching this one time. He was a pretty tough guy. He was um, very, very introverted, and he had a lot of real, he's just a little tough to deal with for people. He had a lot of edges, I'll just say that. And um, and I had breakfast with him one time, and my effort for that breakfast was to give him feedback. You know, mm. I, I had it sort of ready to go, like, okay, I got to help this guy get a, get into a better place with his people. And he came to that meeting and told me that when he was young, his brother was killed, his oldest hmm. brother that he was best friends with. And the minute I heard that, it stopped me in my tracks. And I realized there's so much about him. I have no idea. And even though it's manifesting in a certain way right now, repetitively, mm -hmm. um, you know, he needs to be treated, treated with love. He needs to be treated with um, he's fragile, you know, he's fragile. We're all fragile and it's just how good we are at covering it. Yeah. And so that, I, I think that's really interesting. Like here you had a perception of a guy that's rough around the edges and a little tough. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah. But in reality, yeah, he's was much more fragile than, yeah. than the exterior view. Yeah. And I had a buddy who used to say, even big monkeys fall out of trees. <laughs> and I loved that. Because <laughs> cause I think we all think like, oh, this person has this title or this person has this status. Yeah. So they must be bulletproof, you know? Yeah, yeah. And no, they fall out of trees yep. just like all the other ones, yep. <laughs> just like all the rest of us. <laughs> so let me ask you for the next time um, I get in a really high emotional state yeah <laughs> hopefully i don't we'll <laughs> hopefully I'll i don't you will we will we all do um so 
as far as self-awareness goes, right? Mm-hmm. Like I think back now as I'm reflecting on that that particular time, I'm like, well, what could I have been doing? Or like I, I like to to stay more centered during that period of time, right? Yeah. Like obviously like I had a lot of going on. There was a lot of changes, a lot of motion. Yeah. Um and and we weren't really talking a lot about self-awareness, no, especially like not we to are this level now. Not, right. Yeah. Not even back remotely. then. So I didn't have those tools. Exactly. Right? But where we're at now. Yeah. As I'm developing those tools to like help keep myself more centered, mm-hmm. more consistently. Mm-hmm. Um, just trying to think like, what can I do to like notice that I'm getting into this state? Yeah. Other I, than you just calling me out on it. <laughs> I don't do that. I don't do that. Okay, fine. I do that. No, you know what I think it is? And I talk to people in coaching all day about this, and it is the gap. I call it the gap because there is, we know inside when we don't feel good, and we all have tremendous skills at avoiding that, hiding mm-hmm. it, pushing it away. We all have tremendous skills because we think that that will help us. It's like, oh, no, no, let's let's just avoid these really hard feelings because they'll just eventually go away. And they mm-hmm. don't. They don't. We know that now. We know that. Um, so I think really the first thing is, is that we give ourselves grace. We know we have the mechanisms inside of us that tell us how we're starting to feel and get off centered. We know that. Then there's a period of time that we either don't know what it's about, don't know why, don't know what to do or whatever, or we want to avoid it. And I call that the gap before we reach a point that we just can't not deal with it. We -hmm. just hit a wall where it's like, I have to deal with this. And I think our goal here is to shorten that gap, to make that gap more narrow. It's like from the time we recognize that we've been triggered, because that's what it is. It's a trigger. Mm -hmm. Um, how quickly are we able to have enough self-confidence and trust ourselves Mm. to close that gap faster? And that is where we become that centered space again. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know what? I am sideways. So the other night I was laying in bed right before I went to sleep and um, I had had a conversation with one of my kids that left me feeling a little unsettled. Mm. And then I had gotten real busy in the rest of the day and didn't really think about it. And mm-hmm. I crawled in bed to go to bed and the light was off and, and I just had this weird little niggling inside. I just kept thinking like, what? I, I just didn't feel quite settled. And I asked myself, what is this? What is this feeling? What is this about? And I just traced it back, traced it back. And then I recalled what it was. And it was this unsettled conversation. And mm. right there is the point where we would pivot. Now, am I going to create a gap right there? Mm-hmm. And justify it and get mad or have emotion or put a bunch of unrealistic expectations on my kid like or or can I just say oh I'm feeling unsettled about that Mm -hmm. and I know my children are so gifted and resources to resourced to figure out whatever they need to figure out Mm -hmm. and and so I was able to close that gap sooner now that's just a little small example but I think that's how we do it. We just mm. say, okay, hang on a minute. What is this feeling? And trace it back, trace it back until we get to the actual root. Yeah. 
And it sounds complicated, but it really isn't. It's like something doesn't feel good inside. We've talked about triggers. The body tells us when we're not feeling good. The body tells us we've been triggered. And we can start identifying what the trigger is based on where it feels. Yep. Something we can practice every day. Every even day. Little steps. Yeah, precisely. Nice job, by the way, on the um on the employee thing. That's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Did you enjoy this episode? Please go to your favorite podcast platform to subscribe, rate, and leave a review so others can discover it as well. Growing self-awareness is a lifelong journey, and there's always further to go. And it's better when we're all in it together. Please think of someone you know who could benefit from hearing today's conversation and share this episode with them. We can't thank you enough for listening. Until next time, happy exploring, seekers.